Good evening and welcome. It is April, the founder of April Shine Trace Life Coaching Experience. And I just want to welcome you to this awesome episode today. And I want to give Anchor a shout out for allowing me to use their platform as my platform to get my messages out. And I hope you are able to enjoy it today. Pressing restart on life. What does that mean to you? A lot of times we as people, we don't understand what that means. Some people get stuck just trying to understand how to press restart. And then you have other people who press restart more than once to get their lives exactly where they want to go. Pressing restart does not mean that you failed. It just means that you are resetting yourself. You are resetting yourself, reprogramming yourself to start over. Start brand new. There isn't anything wrong with starting over. Think about it like a computer or even a phone. When your computer or your phone gets stuck, what do you do? You go to your power button or you go to your taskbar. You go to where it says, gives you the options to shut off or restart. And you hit restart. Just restart. The thing is when, when we are restarting our lives or restart restarting our lives, we are putting ourselves in a whole other perspective on what it is that we actually want to do for ourselves, what we actually need to do with our life on a regular and a daily basis. Uh, There are 12 steps that we will cover. And this is, this information was found from a conscience think.com. And when you think about these 12 steps, just listen for a moment. And if these 12 steps are able to resonate with you, I want you to go ahead and schedule for your free 30-minute breakthrough call. Allow me to help you reset your life so therefore you can start brand new. Reflecting on your current situation. Reflecting on what the situation is right now. This could be any type of situation. This is, could be your current work situation, your current situation in a long-term relationship, your current situation with a friendship. Whatever the situation is, you want to sit down, you want to reflect on that. What is this relationship really about? What are the current circumstances? what are you seeing on a regular basis? The thing is when people show you who they are, that is who they really are. We cannot identify ourselves with individuals who show us a falsehood, show us that what they are or who they are isn't who we actually see. A lot of times what we tend to do when people show us who they are, we tend to tell ourselves that what they're showing us isn't true. What they're showing us is a fault. It it, is 
it's not real or I could change this person or we try to make up in our heads that what we are actually seeing isn't what we're actually seeing. No, reflect on the situation. See the situation for what it actually is. When you are able to see the situation for what it actually is, you are able to acknowledge that situation and you are able to think and evaluate your choices. You're able to provide yourself with options to find ways that you are able to benefit and and either get out the situation or if you need to stay in the situation. So you want to see and reflect on the situation for what it actually is. You want to decide on your approach. So if you decide that it's best for you to go ahead and leave and go, how are you going to do that? If you're currently staying with that person and you need to leave, how are you going to do that? Do you have a place to go? Do you have a support system that if you need to leave and be with them that you can actually go? What about your family and friends? Can you talk to them or do you have a backup plan? Do you have your own place set up where you can go ahead and go and and live there? What are your, uh, what approach are you able to do if this is a job and do you have a backup plan? Do you have another job lined up? Do you have a way out? Do you have another job that you are able to work to make up for those hours to get some type of income coming in? How are you able to handle that situation? You need to have an approach before you're able to make your move. And you want to get rid of things that are weighing you down. This is all negativity. This is anything that you begin to feel burdened and stressed and frustrated and hurt by. If you have any negativity in the situation, If you're hearing constant negativity, if some of those that you consider your support and they are feeding you with negative energy, negative information, you do not want to surround yourself around any of that. You want to be out of that completely. The reason being is because when you are resetting your life, you need to be around positivity. You need to be able to speak life into your situation in order to reset your life. You need to be able to affirm, manifest, and envision what your life will be like when you are resetting your life. For me, uh, I had to reset my life a few times. And the hardest time I had to reset my life is back in 2013. I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost my apartment. The car I had broke down. I was sleeping on my mom's couch. I had to use resources to get myself back on track. Oh, and did I mention at the time my mother had a one-bedroom apartment? And I was sleeping on the couch. My sister and two of her kids were also there. So it was a house with three adults and two children in a one-bedroom. Imagine. So I had to think of a way to reflect on the situation. Guess what? I'm homeless. Again, I had to also decide on my approach. How am I going to get myself out of this situation? What am I going to do? Well, as soon as I lost my job, what did I do? I started looking for another job. I found another job. It didn't pay as much, but it paid. 
And I ended up um, trying to use one of my degrees that didn't work out. So I stuck with the job that paid a little something and I made long lasting relationships. And I'm thankful for all those relationships, even for those people that I don't talk to on a regular basis. I still learned a lot of things from them. And I'm thankful for that. I was able to utilize resources to help me get me a place. I got myself back involved in church and I actually started a relationship with God, found out who God was. I'll admit I'm not always perfect. No, but I began that relationship with God to allow God to heal me from all the hurt that I experienced and all the trauma I was going through because this time that I reset my life, I needed to look at it differently. I done away with all the negativity, all the lies. I done away and it was from that approach that I continued to eliminate people who did not, did not need to go along with me on the journey that I've been traveling since. Uh, you want to be more grateful. This is one that I will honestly say is awesome. Waking up every morning and just giving thanks and glory to God and thanking him for all he has done is one of the best things that anyone could ever do. Counting your blessings. There's a song by Lecrae and he talks about blessings and he talks about counting the blessings and being able to use, even if it's a loss, use it as a lesson. Don't count it as a loss, but a lesson. What did you learn from that situation, which is reflecting on your current situation? But counting your blessings. I read this in, um, it was Our Daily Bread, and they talked about having a jar, a blessings jar. And every time you got a blessing, you wrote it down and you put it in the jar. What I did was that I used that jar and I actually, New Year's Day, I would sit on my bed and I would count every blessing I had throughout the year. And my goal was to try to fill the jar up to the top with nothing but blessings and just be grateful. Even on my daily walks in the summer and springtime, I spend that time with God and just meditate and be grateful for just being able to wake up, just being able to look at the sky, hear the birds and, you know, just smell the grass, just being out in the open, just being grateful and counting all my blessings to God, because if it wasn't for God, I would not honestly be here. So just being able to just count it all joy. And so daily, Count your blessings. Be grateful. Thank God for what he has done and use that as motivation and encouragement to continue to, to strive, continue to thrive, continue to move forward in your life. You also want to picture the life that you want. So this, again, as I said, you want to use affirmations, manifest and envision and speak life to your to your situation and your circumstances. What do you want your life to be like? What are your goals? Begin setting goals. If you um, if you are one of my clients, one of the things I write for my clients is um, if you heard of the term smart goals, uh, 
specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. I changed the name just a little bit. I added an A. The A is for affirmations. You want to be able to affirm when you are writing your goals. You want to be able to create these goals to where they are able to affirm and be counted as affirmations for you. So begin to think of your life and, and use this as a time to write affirmations out of where you want your life to be at. Begin setting goals for yourself. You also want to begin to focus on any bad habits. Yes, focus on your bad habits. Because if you focus on your bad habits, you are able to change your bad habits into good habits. And what that means is that if you have a bad habit and you're able to name it, you are able to, in place of that bad habit, replace it with a good habit. So for some, let's say cussing. Cussing is a bad habit. So what do you do instead of cussing? You want to give thanks. Give thanks to somebody, whoever. You want to cut somebody out. Thank that person for what they did, even if it's a bad thing, even if you felt offended. Thank them. Because what will happen is that you are pouring, when you bless a person who offended you, you are actually pouring curses over their head. Only because the battle is not yours, but it's the, but it's the Lord's, said the Lord. So when you are giving blessings, you're actually giving curses. But that's not for us to, to handle or think about. That's all up to God. But that is just an example of how you can replace a bad habit for a good habit. So if you want to stop cussing or cussing other people out and be considered more respectable, just go ahead and use it as, you know, give thanks if you felt rude or if you felt offended. You want to be able to be kind to yourself. Think about who you are as a person. What are your qualities? If you could be on a be a fly on the wall, what would your family, your friends, those closest to you say about you? Think about that for a moment. So you want to give yourself grace. When you are hurting, even if it's the loss of a job, loss of a relationship, you are able to hurt. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to be sad. But give yourself grace. The reason why you give yourself grace is because you want to be able to heal completely. If you ignore how you feel in that moment, you are not giving yourself grace. You are being hard on yourself and we do become our own worst critics. But you want to be able to be so... You want to be able to give yourself the same forgiveness that you will eventually give the person who hurt you. If this podcast resonated with you, please feel free to go ahead and schedule for your free 30-minute breakthrough call. Allow me to help you press reset on your life and walk in a whole new direction. If you have any comments, please feel free to comment. If you know anyone who is going through and may need to press reset, share with them. Let them hear 
this message, they may be able, they may be encouraged or even led to schedule for a free 30 minute breakthrough call. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I look forward to talking to you all soon. Bye.